Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa Podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Mari. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos al episodio 69. Welcome to episode 69 of the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about some of those amigos falsos or false friends between Spanish and English. So those are words that you might think you know the meaning to because they might sound similar to a word in Spanish or English, right? And as you're reading them, you go, oh, I kind of know what that means, but you probably really don't. And you would get them mixed up if you were to translate it how it sounds. So I'm going to help you with some of those false friends. Um, and if you're not sure exactly what I'm talking about, one example that I'm sure you've heard before is if someone was to say, estoy embarazada, right? Estoy embarazada, which really means I'm pregnant, right? But it sounds like embarrassed, right? So the word embarazada, someone might think, oh, that means embarrassed because it sounds very similar to that word in English, but it is not. So <laughs> that's a really common one, but I'm going to share some more false friends with you today so that you'll have a little bit more awareness about some of those traps that you can fall into when you're trying to translate between Spanish and English and expand your vocabulary. So hopefully that'll help you all out if you're a beginner or even if you're intermediate, there might be some words that you haven't come across yet. So make sure you stay tuned to learn more about those false friends. But before we get started with that list, I wanted to announce a giveaway that will be starting every month on the podcast. So starting in April, every month we'll be giving away a free one-on-one -on -one language coaching session on the podcast. I'm so excited to offer this giveaway each and every month. So you are, if you are listening after April 2020, I will let you know how you can enter the giveaway at the end of the show. All right. So one free one-on-one -on -one private language coaching session to really help you boost your Spanish and get that much closer to fluency. And I will give you all the details about how you can enter the giveaway at the end of this episode. All right, so let's get started with that list of false friends. So at the top of the episode, I already mentioned one that you're probably familiar with, which is estoy embarazada, which means to be pregnant and sounds like embarrassed, right? So that one you probably already knew. So I'm gonna share with you some that are probably a little less common. Some of these that you may be aware of. And to be honest with you, the best way to learn these is to really just to study them, right? You can't really, when it comes to any rule in Spanish, you're, you're going to have to actually study those exceptions to the rules, right? So you have to put some effort into this. Of course, if you are already in our Spanish Con Salsa membership or you have purchased our Learn Spanish with Music course and you're currently a student in that course, you already know that we have a lesson that goes deeper into this in the actual first lesson, beginner lesson one of the course, where we give you cognates, which are words that actually are similar in both languages, and then also those false friends. So you have to just really put some effort into learning these so that you don't make these mistakes. And these are usually those words that come up in language exchanges or when you're traveling and you say something because you think it kind of sounds right and people start giving you those strange looks and you go, oh, what did I say, <laughs> right? So before you learn that way, I wanna give you an opportunity to be a little bit prepared 
so that one, you'll understand what people are saying to you. And also that when you're in a sticky situation where you may not have all the vocabulary that you need and you're trying to really come up with words on the fly, that you know that you're not saying something that sounds really, really strange. Okay. So first one I want to give you is, is sort of a funny one. So the word in Spanish is balde, balde. So that's spelled B-A-L-D-E, balde. And uh, what does that sound like in English? You're probably thinking bald, right? Balde, bald. But it actually means bucket. <laughs> it actually means bucket. The word for bald in Spanish is calvo, calvo. All right. So if you hear balde, bucket. So it doesn't mean a person is bald. So that <laughs> that's an important one. So that's kind of what we mean by these false friends. They'll send you down the wrong path. All right. Another one is advertir, advertir. And advertir is a verb, right? And so you might be thinking, ah, that kind of sounds like advertise, right? But it actually means in Spanish to warn or to notice. So I could say, trate de advertir a María que Donald venía. Trate de advertir a María que Donald venía. So I tried to warn María that Donald was coming. So that advertir is not advertised, it is to warn against or to caution against something, to sort of give somebody a heads up. So advertir is one that could get you tripped up, but it does not mean advertise. So you might want to note that one down. Another false friend is actualmente, actualmente. So when you first hear that, you might think it means actually, right? Because you have that mente, which you know indicates it's an adverb and it usually translates to something with an L-Y ending in English. So you might be thinking, oh, actualmente, actually, right? Wrong. <laughs> it does not mean actually. Actualmente really means at present, at the moment, or nowadays. So it means that it's something that's happening right now. So not that you're clarifying something like, oh, actually, he said this. No, it means that this is what's underway. This is what's going on at the present time. So for example, I could say, estamos viviendo actualmente un momento difícil. Estamos viviendo actualmente un momento difícil. So we are living through a tough moment right now, or we're living through or going through a rough time at the moment right now, right? So actualmente is presently. So this is what's going on right now. So that's one that might trip you up because you might, out of context, not really understand that it really means something that's going on in the present moment. We also have asignatura, asignatura. So just listening to that signatura kind of sounds like the word signature, right? In English, like if you took signature and made it, you know, added an A to the end, <laughs> it'd be signatura, right? But it does not mean signature. A signatura actually means subject or a course. So again, uh, not a signature, but if you're taking a, a subject or a course in school, you could say, estoy tomando una signatura. Now, in case you're wondering, if you wanted to say signature, the word for that is actually firma, firma. And you may be familiar with that if you've ever traveled abroad and you've got one of those customs and immigrations forms that you had to fill out on the plane. Um, there's a place for your firma, which is your signature. The next one is carpeta, carpeta. And this one you may have come across already, you may be familiar with, but carpeta Sounds very much like carpet, right? Like if you add an A to carpet in English, you would just say carpeta. 
that would be wrong. <laughs> so the actual word for carpet is actually alfombra. Okay, so it doesn't sound anything like the English word. A carpeta is really a folder. So it could be like sort of like a notebook or a file folder or even the file folders that you have on your computer, right? It can also be called carpetas. So carpeta does not mean carpet. <laughs> carpet is alfombra, but carpeta in Spanish actually means folder. Another false friend is casualidad. Casualidad. Now, if you listen to that, what does that sound like in English? Right, like, so you hear casual at the beginning, it might sound like casual, right? If you were to say it in English. So you're thinking casually or casualty, right? <laughs> But both of those would be wrong. Okay, so casualidad actually means coincidence or by chance. So I could say something like, Fui al parque esta tarde y por casualidad vi a mi amiga Marta. So I went to the park this afternoon and by chance I saw my friend Marta. So it means something that happened by accident. Like you weren't meaning to meet up with your friend, but you just happened to see them at the park. So it's something that's more of a coincidence. Then there's the word chocar. Chocar, which is a verb, right? So chocar sounds like it means... Maybe to choke, right? But <laughs> chocar actually means to crash or to run into. So when there's a car accident, you would say, hubo un choque, right? So there was a, a crash, a car crash. So chocar really means when two things run into each other, not to choke. Now, the word for to choke in Spanish is actually two words. So if you were choking someone else, which I hope you would not be doing, <laughs> but that word is estrangular, estrangular, which sounds kind of like strangle, right? So that would be if you were choking someone, but I hope you wouldn't be doing that. But there is another word. So if you're choking on something, right, like a piece of food, you would say ahogarse, ahogarse. If you're saying, oh, she started to choke, you would say Comenzó a ahogarse. So that's actually a ahogarse. So the preposition a and then ahogarse, which is a h o g a r s e a ahogarse. So that's to say that you're choking on something, but chocar is not the right word. Chocar is to crash. Another false friend, and I have to admit, this one, when I first started learning, took me a while to get out of my head as the incorrect meaning because it just sounds, you know, has such a negative connotation in English. But I did learn, you know, throughout time to really get this one because it's so spot on, right? So the word is deception, deception, right? And you know that for cognates or words that actually are the same in both Spanish and English, that sion ending is usually a T-I-O-N or shun sort of ending sound in English. So deception sounds a lot like deception, right? And it actually does not mean that. And this is really important because in English, deception really means like you're intentionally trying to deceive someone or lie to someone. But in Spanish, deception does not mean to deceive. It actually means a disappointment or you're disenchanted with something. So you're really disappointed, not being deceived, which is a significant difference. They're both not super positive, but it is a big difference if you're saying deception as deception versus a disappointment. There's also the verb decepcionar. So I could say 
No quiero decepcionar a mis padres. No quiero decepcionar a mis padres. So I don't want to disappoint or let down my parents. So again, that's a little bit different than to deceive, but that is the real meaning in Spanish. So you might be thinking, then how do you say to deceive in Spanish? So that word is actually engañar, engañar. So that's like saying you're lying to someone. Another way to say that is mentir, which is to lie. But engañar is when you are intentionally trying to deceive. Another example of a false friend, and this one you might actually know because it's a pretty common verb, but if you just hear it in Spanish and you're thinking with your English brain, it might sound a little strange at first. So that verb is enviar, enviar. So you might be thinking, oh, that sounds like to envy, right? Enviar, like I'm envious of someone else. But it actually just means to send. So I can say, te voy a enviar un correo o un mensaje. So I'm going to send you a message or an email. So enviar means to send, even though it sounds in English like envy. Now the verb for to envy in Spanish is actually really similar to enviar. It's actually envidiar, envidiar. Or you could say, if you have envy or you're envious, you could say, tengo envidia. So if I wanted to say that I'm jealous of someone, I would say, tengo envidia de. So I could say, if I'm jealous of you guys, because you get to go outside and I can't right now because I'm stuck in the house. <laughs> yo tengo que quedarme en casa y yo tengo envidia de ustedes. All right. So that's the way to say envious, envidia or envidiar, but enviar means to send. So I hope you have found this list of false friends helpful. So just as a brief review, we talked about balde, which does not mean bald. It means bucket. Actualmente, which means nowadays or in the present. Carpeta, which means folder. Advertir, which means to warn. Asignatura, which means subject or course. Casualidad, which means by chance or by accident. Chocar, which means to crash or run into. Decepción, which doesn't mean deception. It actually means disappointment. And finally, enviar, to send. So make sure you note down these 10 false friends so that you do not find yourself making a mistake or misunderstanding someone as you are having conversations in Spanish. Now, I promised you at the beginning of the episode that I would give you some details on how you can enter our giveaway for this month. So between now and the end of April, that will be April 30th, I will be giving away a free one-on-one -on -one lesson to one person who does the following. So all you have to do is share this or your favorite episode of the podcast with your friends on Instagram or Facebook and tag us in the post at Learn Spanish Con Salsa, and you'll be entered into this month's giveaway for a free one-on-one -on -one language coaching session. You can ask any questions you need answered about Spanish, whether it's grammar, conversation, word usage, you can get help with your language learning strategy, or you can just use the time to practice conversation in Spanish with a friendly native speaker on our wonderful team of coaches at Spanish Con Salsa. So hit the share button in your podcast app or you can share our Facebook or Instagram post about this week's episode and you will be automatically entered into this month's giveaway. 
Make sure you tell your friends what you liked about this episode and just don't forget to tag at Learn Spanish Con Salsa to be eligible for the giveaway. So that is it for this week's episode. I hope as always that something that you've learned today will help take you one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. 